Well, hello and welcome. Welcome to Parent Wise with Monica Irvin. I'm Monica and I'm really glad that you're listening today. I'm actually traveling. I'm on my way to Lincoln, Nebraska this morning. Um, And so right now I'm in Missouri in a little cute town called Weston, Missouri. And it's just lovely here. It's the cutest town, you all. Uh, You'll have to come through sometime. It's right outside of Kansas City. And they have several festivals here each year. One of them is an apple festival. And it's just the darling, the darling, most darling little town. But I'm sitting here. I've got some birds singing outside the window. So please pardon the the birds chirping in the background. I'm having to just uh, do this podcast on the road. I'm headed to my first uh, homeschool convention for the season in Lincoln. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited to once again meet with all of you. Um, I'm excited to share the Etiquette Factory resources with families in person again. That is my most favorite thing to do. This morning, I want to just teach a simple little skill. And you've probably heard me say things like I'm going to talk about today, but sometimes You know how when we go to church and you just hear things in a different way, it happens to be a different subject matter, and so you focus on a principle with a different purpose, and it means a little different, uh, something different to you, or it touches you in a new way. And so that's what this morning is about. How do we teach our children to be more tactful? It's a really important etiquette skill, and it is indeed an etiquette skill that every lady and gentleman strive to have. As I've always reminded you, the definition of etiquette in my book is etiquette is helping those around us to feel valued, to feel like we care, how much we care about them, to put people at ease. That's what etiquette is, and so it's really essential that we learn how to be tactful. Tactful is when we strive to be careful with one another's feelings through our words. It does not mean that we are dishonest in any way, and so that's what we have to really emphasize when we're helping our children learn this skill. And what I recommend is what I recommend in every skill is that we sit down and say, hey kids, let's talk about what it means to be tactful. What is tact? And look it up in Webster's Dictionary if you'd like and read that um, definition. And then you might use a couple of these suggestions that I'm going to share with you, a couple of activities that can help your children practice, and hopefully it will come to their mind in the moments that they need it. And so one of the things that I like to do with little children is I have everyone draw a picture. Uh, I'll say draw a picture of either yourself or a picture of one of your favorite things to do. And then after, and I give them a time limit. I usually say, you've only got five minutes and I'm going to start timing you now. And so they're kind of rushed and, you know, some kids really struggle to draw. Some kids are wonderful artists, but regardless, 
everyone in the room draws a picture. And then I have them put their crowns down and bring their picture up in front of the rest of the family. And one by one, we show our drawing. And that what we do is we invite the family for everyone to find one thing, just one thing that they really love about this drawing or picture. And it doesn't matter if the picture looks beautiful, is very artistically done. It could be a two-year-old doing the best they can with a scribble. But we invite everyone to find something. So one, one person in the family might say, I love how everything is red. And it makes me realize you love the color red. Or it might be, I love how you added a little bow to her hair, to your hair. Uh, just that little accessory. It's really cute. Or that cat looks real. Um, just whatever it is. I love how you use different colors. Um, because what tact is, is finding something positive to say regardless. And that's what being tactful is. So that's a really fun activity. Then you might want to use a couple of examples. For instance, I'll use the example, let's say that your mom has made a new recipe. It's a new casserole and she's so excited about it. And so as she's in the kitchen cooking, you smell this casserole that she's cooking and it doesn't smell too good. The smells coming from the kitchen uh, to you kind of smells like garbage is being cooked in the oven. And so you sit down at the table and here comes mom with her new casserole and she sits it down in front of you and seriously in your mind you actually think it looks like frog guts. And of course the kids are always like "Ooh, gross oh yuck Mrs. Irvin. But I try to give them a good visual of just how disgusting this new casserole looks and smells. And then my question to them is, now, remembering that you're a lady and a gentleman, what is a tactful thing you can say to your mother? And at first, the kids are tempted to say things like, well, I guess I could say, mom, it looks really good. Or mom, that's really a beautiful casserole. But then I remind them, but wait, would you be lying? And they answer, yes. Okay, so we can't say that because a lady and a gentleman are always honest in all things. Yet there is a way to find something positive to say in all situations. And so maybe what we could say is, mom, Thank you so much for always trying new things um, to feed us. Or mom, thank you so much for dinner. I appreciate how hard you work to feed us. Or mom, you are an amazing mother because you're always creating new things for us. Just something positive, some way to compliment mom on her efforts. Now, Kids will then ask, but Mrs. Irvin, what if she says, do you want to try it? 
and I don't want to try it. What do I say? I said, well, it depends on the rules in your family. For some families, the family rule is everyone has to try everything, at least try it. So you're going to, no matter what, you have to and must obey your parents' rules respectfully. But if your mother asks you a question, I know all mothers expect the truth. And so if your mom says, would you like to try it? You have to be honest and say, you know what, mom? I'm really a little scared to try it because to me, it doesn't smell that good. But I, I will try it if you want me to. So where tact kind of changes is if someone asks us a question. We can still do our best to be considerate of their feelings. We can still try to say something positive, but we have to make sure we don't lie. For instance, once we try the casserole, if we really do hate it, of course it wouldn't be tactful to say, Mom, I hate it and it's disgusting. But we might could say, well, Mom, it's really not my favorite. And that would be a tactful way to answer her question honestly. So, practice. Another example, you could put it on Dad. And another cooking example is always good. You know, Dad is out there on the grill. And you're so excited because you love when your dad grills hamburgers or steaks. And so you smell those hamburgers cooking and you're getting so excited. Your mouth is starting to water. And all of a sudden, dad brings in his plate of hamburgers and you look at them and they're burnt. Dad just left them on the grill too long. And you're like, oh, great on the inside of your brain. But that's where we can be tactful and say, Dad, it smelled so good while you were cooking those burgers. Dad, thanks for grilling for us tonight. And so we look for positive things to say. Another great way to practice is wrap up, Mom or Dad, wrap up a couple of really crazy, obnoxious items in gift paper. And just the craziest thing, like one time I wrapped up, I bought one of those rubber chickens, those long, skinny rubber chickens that honestly, I don't remember what we used to do with those chickens. But anyway, so I wrapped up, that was one of the things I wrapped up and just wrap it up, make a pretty gift, you know, put good, a good bow on it, make the gift as pretty as you can. And then give it to your kids uh, during this lesson and say, okay, um, I want you to unwrap your present. I got you something special and I want you to remember to be tactful. And so just let them practice what they would say because this is really important when they're opening presents from their grandparents and from friends, if, if they're having a birthday party. You want them to practice being put on the spot opening something that in their mind is really strange, maybe really ugly to them, um, or maybe they already have one, all of those things that can happen, but help them to learn to be tactful. 
And so maybe we would open the rubber chicken from our grandmother, and she thought she was giving us something we would really love to play with. And our child can practice saying, Grandma, this is so interesting. Where did you ever find this? I've never seen something like this. Um, And just practice saying things that shows that you appreciate the time and effort that someone has gone to to give us a gift. I know I have a podcast on gift giving and gift receiving that's really great to listen to to help train your kids for this particular incident. But it is another way that we can practice being tactful. Another thing and just principle to keep in mind when you're having this discussion with the kids, and and it would be great to focus on being tactful for a whole week or two, but is one concept, and that is that ladies and gentlemen focus on beautiful and positive things. And ladies and gentlemen do not draw attention to things that are ugly, rude, gross, inappropriate. And this is something that we really have to teach very purposefully. And so that means that let's say we're walking down this sidewalk and we see a really smushed caterpillar on the sidewalk that looks really gross. You know, we, as a lady and a gentleman, we have to just assume that if people want to look at that, they can look at it. But we would never say, oh, y'all, look, look at that. That is disgusting. And so we just don't draw people's attention to really gross things, things that are not beautiful. But we spend our time going, look at that beautiful sunset. Look at the shape of that cloud. How unique is that? Look at that sweet grandmother pushing, or you know, older lady pushing um, that little girl on the swing. Where we just are always looking around and drawing attention to lovely things. Because as a lady and a gentleman, our job is to lift one another up, is to, is to help people focus on the beauty of life and the wonderful blessings the Lord surrounds us with every day. We all see what we want to see, and we find what we're looking for. And if we walk throughout our day looking for negative, inappropriate, gross things, I, we will be able to find those things all day long. But when we draw attention to those things, I believe we contribute to weakening the spirit in that moment. I believe that we run the risk of offending the spirit. But as a mother, as a wife, as a friend, as a sister, how wonderful and beautiful is it when we do our best to say things that invite the Spirit to be in our presence so that those that we're with can also feel the Spirit. When we focus on things that are lovely, 
the Spirit joins us. And then there is a greater likelihood that those that we're with can feel the love of Heavenly Father. And that is the goal and purpose of being a lady and a gentleman, of being a Christian, of being a disciple of Jesus Christ. It's all related. Sometimes I get people that, uh, and I've mentioned this before, they give me a hard time when they see that I teach etiquette or they see my sign, the etiquette factory, and they kind of giggle or go, oh, brother. Um, And I just, I want to shake them and go, wait a second. You don't know what etiquette really is. You must be confused that it's about what hand to hold your fork with But really, it's so much deeper than that. It's about being a blessing to people around us. And I love talking about it. And I love teaching children these simple principles that can change their life. And can change the likelihood of how much happiness and joy fill their life. I know that that's true. So I invite you to spend some time in the next couple weeks talking about tact, helping your children, and using that word in your vocabulary, using that word as you parent by saying things like, oh, well, what's a tactful way we could respond? Oh, what's a more tactful way we could have said that? And just getting our kids in the habit of learning how to be more tactful. All right, y'all, that's all I've got today. I hope you have a wonderful week. I, as always, appreciate so much that you listen to the podcast. And if you ever have a parenting question that you would love for me to address in future podcasts, y'all just email me, monica at theetiquettefactory.com. I would so love to um, answer that and help you in your parenting journey. Bye!